So one of our core values of the five is coaching. So I wanted to just take this opportunity to coach Justin and say, leave your ring on your finger and don't play with your ring. Watch Everybody Loves Raymond, and you'll know why. you just got to keep the ring on the finger. What a wonderful weekend uh, this church has had and, and other churches, just as we have brought in the College of Prayer, and we had wonderful sessions with David Cheeks and Fred Hartley. Their wives are with them today, and we are just so thankful for how God has used them Uh, Each day, Saturday, just wonderful, biblical, scriptural teaching on prayer. And I know sometimes people think that, you know, prayer, it's a good thing, but it's sort of, I get it, I know it, and it's a boring thing. But wow, the gems and the insights that the Lord has given this man over 22 to 30 years in this ministry were truly powerful. They will be back with us in the fall, and I hope each and every one of you will take advantage of the opportunity to see what God has revealed to them in their ministry. And then they will be here two times for the next two years. So we are just excited that they are willing to pour their lives into our church family and teach us about prayers for our own lives, prayers for our families, and prayers for our church. And we really do want to see uh, a prayer movement in western Michigan that God would humbly let us be a part of. And I think the College of Prayer is an answer to prayer for our church family and other churches. So if you would just, uh, Fred and David, if you're here and and your wives would stand up, uh, let's give them just a warm welcome. God bless you. And so Fred is going to bring us our message today and just enjoy, be blessed, and open your heart to what God would have to say. Thank you, Pastor. It's an honor to bring the Word of God today. I know your pastor values the Word of God, and I don't take it lightly, and uh, hope to step up and bring the goods. You know, I've got to learn from you. I've got a baptistry, but when I baptize, I get all wet. I don't know how he did this. It's like, wow, trick. That's the way to do a baptism. And congratulations, Candy. Is she still here? Oh, God bless you. Yeah, we met yesterday. And I'm glad I could be here to witness that. Praise the Lord. Um, I'm just going to bring a brief message. Ten words, one verse. Second Chronicles 20.21 Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. Say it with me. Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. How many of you believe in the power of God's Word? You believe in memorizing Scripture? Well, let's memorize this verse, okay? It's a, it's a complete verse. Let's say it again. Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. Now, the beauty of this verse is it contains 
the key to winning the two greatest battles you and I face every day. No matter what other battle you're facing, the greatest battle, the greatest battle, is will you give thanks to the Lord? It's the, it's the first battle we face every day. It's ours to give or ours to withhold. But you know that the most frequently repeated command in Scripture is to praise the Lord. It's way exceeds anything else we're told to do. Way more than love one another, way more than, than pray, uh, way more than give your tithes, way, way more than any other uh, that would come in second. The overarching command in the Bible, the thing that God wants from us more than any other, is to give thanks to the Lord. And whether or not you do that will determine whether or not you win. If you don't win that battle to praise the Lord, no matter what other issue you are facing right now in your life, it will make it that much less likely that you will win. That much more likely that you will struggle to win. But if you can win that battle to give thanks to the Lord, you stand a chance to win anything else that you're contending against. Now the second battle is also contained. For His love endures forever. And the second battle is to keep your heart in the love of God. To keep yourself in a place where you're able to receive the love of God. To encounter the love of God. Now this scripture is actually given several places, and this is the first that it's given. And if you know anything about the context, the historic context of Second Chronicles chapter 20, it was a difficult season for Israel. They were surrounded by foreign armies that hated them and wanted to take them out, and those armies were marching against them from the north, from the east and from the south. And they were all marching against Israel. The king, Jehoshaphat, was petrified. He called for a fast. Every man and woman to fast. Every child to fast. Or the animals to fast. Don't feed your goldfish. Let your cats fast. Your Wheaton Terriers or whatever it is. Let them fast. Nobody eats, because we need God. If God doesn't, doesn't come through, it doesn't matter uh, whether you finish your blueberry pie or whatever. And that's not going to matter. We, we need God to intervene here. And so everyone fasted and prayed. And God spoke through a prophet. And the prophet said, you're not going to have to fight this battle. God will defeat your enemies. All you need to do is go into battle... But not with your artillery, not with your infantry, uh, not with your marksmen. You can leave the spears behind. Send your worship team. Assemble a choir. And let them go out into battle first. Now, so far, he would add me. I would have been with him. Because I believe in praising the Lord. I know there's power in praise. 
But then he gives the lyrics. Now, when you go into battle, what I want you to sing over and over and over and over and over and over again is just this. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Now, now here he would have lost me. I mean, if I'm going to sing, give me, I at least want to sing about the wrath of God. Uh, I want to sing about the vengeance of God. If I'm going into battle, I mean, I, w- I want something with some teeth to it. I want a little swagger. I want a little attitude. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. I mean, what kind of a wimpy lyric is that? What do I need that for? Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. It's like, are you kidding me? You gotta be putting me on. Give thanks to this is no time to give thanks. Don't you know what we're up against? And and his love endures forever. We don't need the love of God. We need the wrath of God. We need his divine retribution. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. What kind of a war cry is that? That's what I would have been saying. Anybody with me? Okay. You know what I'm saying here? This is a little unusual. Singers, okay. I'm all for praising the Lord. But give me some lyrics with some teeth. Over and over again. Give thanks to the Lord. For his love endures forever. But really, this is our war cry. This is our battle cry. What is it for you? A divorce, uh, 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 financial issues, a child is away from the Lord. What is the battle for you? Uh, Just finding out that your PSA is high or Whatever it is for you, whatever other battle you are facing, the battle cry to face the issues you deal with is contained in this biblical and repeated declaration. Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. You see, these two Go hand in hand. You can praise your way through things you cannot pray your way through. How many have ever found that out? Sometimes we don't know what to pray, but we can at least give thanks to the Lord. And giving thanks to the Lord is a whole lot easier once you keep your heart in the love of God. If you lose touch with the love of God for you, I guarantee it will not be long until you stop giving thanks to the Lord. So these two go hand in hand. If you praise the Lord, it's a whole lot easier to keep your heart in the love of God. And if you keep your heart in the love of God, it's a whole lot easier to praise the Lord. The two go together. They're really inseparable. You can grunt your way through giving thanks to the Lord if you lose touch with the love of God. But it will not go on forever. And even as long as it goes, it's more soulish than it is from your inner being. 
my wife and I, what was it, honey, five years ago? Uh, June, this next month, five years ago, was the worst day of our lives. Uh, we have four children, but only one daughter. And all my four children knows that I am most emotionally connected with her. You know, you can say you love them all the same. I don't even try. She's my only daughter. Give me a break. Well, we get a phone call from my son-in-law who told us, um, Dad, it's bad news. Andrea has cancer. It's in her chest cavity. It's, gr- it's a rapidly growing, inoperable form of cancer. And it's grown around the blood vessels around her heart. And it's already broken a rib. And um, the doctor even said that some die of it before they even know they have it. And some die within days of finding out they have it. And I was all alone. Sherry was out at that time. And uh, when she got home, I told her the news, and I was sobbing. We screamed. Uh, We broke down, holding each other. And within a couple minutes, literally a couple minutes, you can put the picture up anytime you want. Any, within a couple minutes, my wife and I said, Two commitments to God. One, no matter what you do, no matter how this plays out, we will give thanks to the Lord. You don't have to heal Andrea for us to give thanks to you. We will praise you through everything, no matter what the everything includes, we will praise you. And secondly, you don't have to heal Andrea to prove your love for us. We know you love her. We know you love us. You settled that already when Jesus died on the cross. That's all we need to know ever, forever, and ever. And our objective in this is to walk with Andrea through whatever it takes, whatever she'd go through. And we will praise the Lord. We will help her give thanks to the Lord. We'll help her husband give thanks to the Lord. We'll help four little girls give thanks to the Lord. And as much as humanly possible, we will keep our hearts in the love of God. We will declare the love of God over Andrea. We will remind her of the love of God and over her husband and over her four little girls. We will declare the love of God. Now, of all things, that Sunday, 
I was preaching on the promises of God. And that Sunday was Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither life nor death, angels or demons, things present, things to come, height, depth, or anything in all creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's what I had to preach on. It was perfect. At the end of the message, I said to my people, I said, this week we got bad news. It's the worst news we've ever had in our lives. Our daughter has cancer. It's stage four cancer. It's very aggressive, rapidly growing. It's inoperable. It's already grown around the blood vessels in her heart. I said, I don't want your sympathy. I'm telling I'm the pastor. I said, I don't want your sympathy. Sympathy, we're going to be fine. God's with us. We want you to battle with us. We want you to join us in battling for our daughter. And I said, here's our weapons. We're going to battle with praise. And we're going to battle with the love of God. So, (laughs) uh, they gather around us and, oh, the prayers that morning were something special. I'm telling you. I didn't know the outcome, but I knew it was going to be good. In the next couple weeks, uh, came, unfolded the plan, the medical plan. 600 hours of chemotherapy. 100 nonstop hours at a time. She would go in, get hooked up uh, to her port, a drip bag that she'd wear as a uh, backpack. 100 hours. Then she'd be off for two weeks. Uh, my wife was there like uh, 18, 20 weeks in, in uh, so many months. I was there probably 10 to 15 times. We flew from Atlanta to Dallas to be with our, da- her, our daughter and her daughters. And then um, they said that the, it's good, it's shrinking, shrinking, it's down the size of a walnut. Well, that was fine, but when they went in to operate... The walnut turned out to be a large grapefruit. And what do we do? So the doctor was aggressive and decided to remove it anyway instead of biopsy. Best decision he ever made. But that night was the second hardest night. I spent with her in her hospital room. She could barely breathe. She could barely talk. She had tubes coming out of everywhere. Uh, Instead of it being a 45-minute surgery, it was like three and a half hours and a massive tumor. And all night long, I just laid there saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. 
I didn't know what was going to happen. Yes, we asked for healing. We had people praying all over the world. But we felt protected because we had a battle cry that was entirely biblical and entirely useful. And she made it. She survived. She had some radiation after that, just precautionary. And um, the next year, we get a phone call. Um, Mom and Dad, are you both home? Well, Mom's out. Okay, we'll call later. Can you get uh, your brothers there uh, in the room? I, I'm telling you, what is this? Well, I, we had no idea. But she goes, uh, then we go, so all get together that night. And she goes, um, we're pregnant. That was not what I was expecting to hear. And she, I told you she had four daughters. So she calls her oncologist. Um, can I talk with someone else who went through what I went through and, and had a baby? There's no one that's ever gone through what you went through and had a baby. Um, well, am I going to be okay? Yeah, you should be fine. Is the baby going to be okay? Yeah, he should be fine. And then when they learn the gender, it turns out to be a boy. And they name the kid Josiah, which means the Lord heals. And the kid's like a monster. He's huge. The kid is huge. Maybe the radiation, like he's going to be the Hulk or something, I don't know. But you think of that. That's a story. God outdid himself. But now back to our text. Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. So Israel's surrounded by armies that hate him and are out to kill him, just like today, so to speak. But these guys were marching. And the singers go out into battle, give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. And all of a sudden, the, instead of fighting against the children of God, they, these foreign armies start killing each other. They should have thought, now how are we going to recognize the Israelites? I don't know what they were thinking, but they blew it. And they end up slaughtering each other to where no Israelite killed anybody, but the, the everybody else's killed each other. And then the Israelites go and get the, the spoils of war. Brothers and sisters in West Michigan, I'm here this morning to give you not just a pep talk, not just a motivational message. I'm here to give you a war cry. 
Give thanks to the Lord, for His love endures forever. This one over here, you're a sweet lady. I like you. God bless you. People that sit in the front row are my favorite, but the ones in the second row are my second favorites. But I love you guys in the back rows too. That's okay. So what is it you're facing? Oh, don't tell me you don't have a battle. Of course you do. We all do. Sometimes it's more intense. Sometimes it's not as much. But I'm telling you, what, what, what are you going to do? You're going to live under a spirit of anxiety and fear and just kind of sweat it out? Or are you going to be proactive and obey God, encounter God in the middle of your issues? And if you're going to encounter God in the middle of your issues, here's how you do it. Give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. Now, whatever you're facing today, whatever bad news you've gotten in the past nine months, whatever issue it is, you can take that circumstance by the throat and say, don't look at me that way. You are not sovereign. God is sovereign. And over you, over you, you threatening situation. I declare, give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. I don't know the script. I don't know how it's going to play out. But today, I want to give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. Will you take your circumstances today and bring them before God and declare over them, give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. There is probably no more counterintuitive scripture ever given than this one. There was nobody in their right mind in Israel at that time that thought that was a good idea. No one got it. No one knew the outcome. No one understood. But they did obey. Isn't that something? They obeyed. I mean, if I was part of the archery, I'm not so sure I, I would have been pleased. And if I was in the choir, I'm pretty sure I would not have been pleased. But they somehow, they did it. And there's grace for you, my friend, to step in today, to adopt this from this point on, as your intentional default setting, that no matter what you face, you'll be among those that will be praising and encountering the love of God. Let's stand together. Ten words. Ten words, two handfuls. Five on one hand, give thanks to the Lord. Five on the other hand, for His love endures forever. For both hands.
Let's, uh, let's see if we can get some noise in here this morning. This half of the room, I want you to lead out and give me something. Okay? Come on, I don't know what... Pretend this is um, Big Blue playing the Spartans or something. I don't know what would be the right story, but let's just say you're really leaning into this. And this side, this these three sections, I want some hefty give thanks to the Lord. Okay, now give me something. Alright, not bad. This guy in the front is pretty good here. I didn't hear you in the back over there, and I got my eye on you. I'll tell you, I'm going to call you. I'm, see, I'm not from Michigan. I'm from New Jersey, and we're, we're rude. So I'm going to call you out if you don't. Come on now, give me something. Come on in the back there. Okay, over here. Now you're going to respond, for his love endures forever. Give me something. Oh, oh, come on. They outdid you. Come on, give me something. You, you got to do better. Now, does this section know you're with these guys? Come on, I'm not hearing anything. Come on, I want some more. Hallelujah. 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 If the team would come, they've got a song. Guess what it says? You know, sometimes God's word is hard. Let's be honest. I mean, it says to die to self. There's a lot of instructions in here that are tough. This is not a tough one. But it is a control issue. Sometimes we just like to complain. I'm telling you, give it up. Complaining is going to leave you sour. I'm telling you, oh God, give thanks to the Lord. Complaining is not going to lead you to encounter the love of God, I promise you. Where's our team? I don't know what's going on. Hello? Where are they? Are we missing something? I do this a lot. I've never had this. Never. You know, maybe they went to battle. Maybe that's what happened. They're out, they're out battling the, the Philistines. They're out with the Philistines or something. Oh, oh sure. Okay. Pastor, you can do better than that. My friends... I want to invite you. This is really a step-in call. This isn't just something, oh, wasn't that entertaining? No, I'm calling you to make a decision today. I'm calling you to take 
to the front lines of the stuff your life is dealing with right now and declare over those battle lines, I'm going to give thanks to the Lord. And I'm going to keep my heart in the love of God. And I'm always going to give thanks because His love endures ever. His love never gives out. He loves me, He loves me, He loves me, He loves me, He loves me. And I'm going to declare that till my dying day. So whatever you're facing, church, this morning, I'm going to ask you to come on up here and take your circumstance and as we sing, just declare over it. Give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. And what you're doing is you're saying, my God is bigger than my circumstance. My God is bigger than my circumstance. Circumstance is not sovereign. My God is sovereign. And He can penetrate. He can intervene. He's the greatest interventionist of all time. Nothing is impossible to those who praise Him. Would you... I want to invite you. This may not be your church tradition. Oh, we, we don't do that in our church. We sit in our seat and then we leave. Well, I don't care if this is your church tradition. I want to encourage you today. Encounter God. As we sing, I want you to invite you. Come on down in here. Let's declare over our lives this morning. Give thanks to the Lord for His love endures forever. Amen.